Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to the number one Bengals podcast. I'm your host, Daddy McDuke. I'm joined as always by Dr. Hoji Vector, Kismoji, and John Sheeran. Yeah. And uh, so, first of all, first things first. We were supposed to have the great Marissa Contepelli on the show. She could not make it, but she will be here on Tuesday. So we love you, Marissa, and we will see yeah. you very soon. Now, guys, we have had two Bengals football games yeah, since our last show. Yeah, preseason. Yeah. And, and the Bengals, John, in both of them, they, they put on a pass rush display. That was what we were most worried about with the defense was can we generate pass rush? And the offensive line, especially against Washington, which has a very good defensive line, was honestly, John, they were pretty flawless. They you, got the, you got that flipped. You got that flipped. Washington has a great offensive line and the defensive, defensive line. line. Sorry, easy. Washington. No, no, I'm saying our offensive line held up against Washington's defensive line, oh, which is very yeah, that's true. Good. Too. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's I mean, the silver lining yeah. over all the yeah. clouds because you, you didn't mention all the clouds. I don't. I mean, so much good stuff. I don't know no. what are you talking about. Yeah, there's all like, like lots of clouds that you're not mentioning, but you're mentioning all the silver linings. Like the clouds would be the Osai injury is a big cloud. Now you mentioned the silver Osai, lining, it's fine. Well, Osai will be fine. It's just a meniscus. No, but he's I, not going to be fine. I, we just found out, found out, found out, found out long. I have I tear my mm. meniscus a little bit every time I try to get out of bed. It it is not that big of a deal. A meniscus tear. Is not what it used to be. Okay. Do you? Yeah. Do you remember? Uh, some guys have come back from meniscus care, the tear. I think it was it Ron Artest. I think came back like like two weeks later, right? I mean, I think didn't Terrell Owens? Artest. He was uh, from no, the Lakers. Lakers. Yeah. No, wait. You mean Meta, Meta World Peace? Yeah. 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 Gotcha. And yeah, I, I think I think that I think uh, Terrell Owens broke his leg. And probably did something to his meniscus, and like two weeks later, he was like dominating the Super Bowl. It's not, it's not that big of a deal. He'll be back. I don't know if he'll be back for the the pre for the season opener, but he'll be back. So, but I mean, even without Osai against Wait, the Washington but, football, but is he really, John? A, a touch of a dash of seriousness is in order here. My understanding is that he won't be back this year. I have no idea to be honest with you. Like meniscuses are varying in terms of severity and. I think they, it could take at least a couple months to come back, and maybe they just don't feel comfortable with him coming back at all this year, and he just misses the entire year. I think the weird thing was that we were told it was wrist injury that he suffered against Tampa Bay, and it also ended up being a knee meniscus injury, which is why I guess it took over a week to really hear anything from it. I think the longer that we didn't hear anything from it, the worse it probably was. What we know is that he's going to make the team. He's going to be placed on injured reserve so that he could eventually come back if he can come back. But I don't think that we should definitively definitively say he's going to miss the, the entire season or not no. as of now. I can definitively okay. say he is not going to because, John, I mean, if you put the different reports together, what I gather is he tore a meniscus in his wrist, which no. is not that big of a deal. There is no you meniscus tear a, John, the, the wrist has no meniscus. No, you don't know that. You're not a doctor. Don't make I, a stuff up. Look, don't the, just make a stuff sh- up. No, yeah. he is, isn't he? Yeah, read the read the screen, man. I am the only doctor here, and he, yeah. and, he, and there's no meniscus. The in one there. thing I know about Hoji, that's true. 
Yeah, and 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 the other, uh, it was mentioned in the comments of the of the people watching the show. The other big, uh, you know, big burgeoning dark ugly cloud is that we just drafted a guy in the first round who can't catch like Damn, the balls just hit him he just the balls he never, hit him has he, has he never caught anything in his life before well what? never never professionally yeah i mean you know it's like his hands are made out of stone the ball hits the hands and then they just drop and and actually that Ooh, was a curse and, hold on in our island there was sto the stone hand curse and my theory is that jamar chase's hands he's received the stone hand curse when you receive a certain hand curse your hands turn to stone you can't cook, you can't pound things, and you can't catch balls. And I think he has the stone hand curse. That's my thing. You spill you spill some cow manure on your Tesla and all of a sudden you're a Grinch. You know? Can I say something, John? Can I just say something? I watched that the highlight reel on YouTube, the seven-minute highlights, and I saw Brandon Allen, who I love, by the way. I love Brandon Allen. Look, look the guy is a quarterback. And Why he threw do you love seven, Brandon Allen? Is it a personal he, thing? No, there's no, he, there's no reason to love Brandon Allen. He is a quarterback in the NFL, and he threw 17 passes in the preseason. None of us can do that. John, you can't throw 17 passes in the preseason. I can't throw 17 passes in the preseason. He did that. So he didn't he do very well. He didn't do very well, well last year. When hold on. Let me just no against the Texans. He did, and the Texans were were very very feisty. Look, let me just say something really quick. John, did you notice a lot of those drops, as they are calling them, drops? I think that's what the kids are calling them these days, drops. Yeah. Yeah. They were really like he was he was kind of contorting his body and reaching yeah. backwards and Brandon Allen, whatever you want to say about Brandon Allen, I I, I mean I, I'm not I'm not going to say bad things about him, but he's not in a rhythm with Jamar Chase. John, I think that's obvious. Oh my gosh. They're not in a rhythm. You saw, oh you saw him going back there. No, he threw some he threw some passes that were way off. And then the other ones that seemed to be on were just a little bit this way or that way. Okay. okay. Bit, the reason that yeah. you draft an elite wide receiver is so that he can catch balls that are hard to catch. If we're talking about balls which are in sync and you can catch a ball, that's any profession, any NFL wide receiver. Hold on, one question. When I said we had two Bengals games, you said preseason. Why did you right. say that? Why did you say because, that? Because preseason, I hate preseason. Why? It's, do you it's fake. I like the There green. you go. There you go. So the, the drops are fake. You got your answer. Whatever. The drops are fake. John, Whatever. please go. John, Spin say something. Back. Say something smart. Go. I think both things can be true. I think... There is something to be said about a guy who's practicing with a quarterback that he's played for the last three years with, and he's going out there in the game with another quarterback, and I think the timing issues could arise from that. But at the end of the day, I think Hoji has a point. He's out there to catch these balls, and those drops are more or less inexcusable. Now, it could be an issue with timing. That could contribute to, the, to, to those drops happening, but the drops are the drops. We have to identify them. We have to just talk about them for what they are, and it's just – on the surface, just not good. At the same time, Jamar Chase is uberly talented. He was a fantastic receiver in college. That was two years ago. It's completely reasonable that taking a year off from playing the game of football, there is an extended, whatever period of time of yeah. rust that Jamar Chase has, he's still in yeah. it. And it's not Look, the season yet. There's three weeks until the season. Yeah. And until these issues persist into the regular season, it's just more of a footnote now instead of a cause for concern. Yeah, I mean, look, Hoji took two and a half months off right. from the show. Yeah. And he, he doesn't even recognize football players anymore. No. I mean, he's talking about Jamar Chase. Look, let me just tell you something, John. One of the things in the preseason is you try to be a sneaky. You don't give away your best stuff. Oh, come on. You have to, you know, John, you have to know when to show them. Right? You know, have to, you have he, to know. Still, he still has to prove himself. He is going team. to be fine. 
I'm not worried about. It. Let me just say something. That's fine, but yeah. but that but that, that yeah. is fine. What is the what well, is that, the point of making the these point, drugs? What is the point of making these issues more than what they are? Like what is the point of projecting? What is the point of getting down about these things and, and projecting it to be something that's going to last for his entire career or just labeling John, as a bust? He, he John, can't catch or, or, right or now. saying he has stolen hands. That's all it is. That's literally all it is. John, 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 Then what is the point of our show? Because really, John, right. what is the point of any internet commentary then? Really? It's an existential so, question. Yeah, John. John. You are saying that we do not deserve to exist. But John, yes. look, hold on. Let me just real quick. Let me just look at that game, the Washington game. And imagine Joe Burrow throwing those passes instead of Brandon Allen. I think we have three touchdowns in that first half. Wherefore art thou, Joe Burrow? I John. mean, here's the question. Is how many games is Joe Burrow going to play this year? And how much of those games is he going to play this year? I mean, we're you, everybody's assuming, oh, Joe Burrow's so healthy. Well, why are you assuming that? Because of what the coaches said? Well, we, we've seen them lie. I mean, let's just be frank. They lied to us about Osat. So my question, and this is the next follow-up question I had, and I wanted to ask John, there's going to be some backup QBs that are going to be available come September. Are there? This is what I hear. Because when, when, the, when the process of elimination occurs, when people are getting rid of this, it seems to be a surplus of mediocre quarterbacks. When September comes around and some of them are cut, there's that opportunity to go in and strike. My feeling is the Bengals need a really, they cannot rely on Brandon Allen. They need a real backup quarterback. They need who someone. Can, that, who, who, which NFL team is, is going to be able to rely on their backup quarterback? None of them. Not a single one of them can survive not having their starting quarterback out there. Now, Brandon Allen looks bad. Let's, let's just call it what it is. He had, a, he had a great game. He had a great single game last year that basically got him a one-year contract this year, and he looks like a guy who has been through multiple jobs in five years in the NFL yeah. and has failed to hold on to one. That, but but that, that's the reality with backup quarterbacks. There's only so many good ones in the entire NFL. The odds of your backup being competent enough to, to help John. facilitate your offense is very low. John, what do you think about Kyle Shermer? Kyle I think you were a Kyle Shermer. Shermer. My, my point exactly. Kyle Shermer is a fake quarterback. Whoa. 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 You, you think that Kyle Shermer should be on CNN or something? You think he's like... No, he doesn't mean like that. He just means like he's what? not good. Yeah, he like, like fake he's news. fake. Like, no, yeah, no. like he doesn't... It's just made up that he's a quarterback? I have a lot of friends who work at CNN. John, if you want to push that button. What about Josh Rosen? As Again, Dave Lennox. I like Josh Rosen. Dave, I like Lennox. Josh Rosen. Dave Lennox as a What has Josh Rosen done in three years in the NFL? Who cares? He's going to do Dave, more than Brandon Allen. Dave, defend yourself, please. Look, John, let me just say something. Okay, let me just say something. I want to move on to the running back situation because you two are just, you are going at it today. I don't know what is going on. But I would say this. The running back situation is up in the air. What? Okay? Yeah, we have, so we, we uh, Samaj Perrine was supposed to be the backup. And he may have, may or may have not run hard for the money, you know, so hard for it, honey, all of that. And the thing is, now we have these guys, Jacques, Patrick, right? Who is, who looked good. Jacques. Right? Yeah. Jacques. Okay. Jacques. Patrick. I believe it's Wakis. And John, and then we have this guy, Chris Evans, who is so fascinating of a what? story. This yeah. guy, hold on. Let me just show you. This guy is, is a student of Buddhism, okay? Yeah. He narrated 2014 America's game about the New England Patriots, 
In, two, in 2015, while filming the movie Gifted, he adopted nope. a dog named nope. Dodger from a local nope. animal shelter. No, nope. this guy. Months, man. How, how are you still making this mistake? It's nope. on his Wikipedia page. No, nope. no, no, Chris Evans. That is the actor no. Chris Evans. Hold on. You said a that. Very... Hold on. All I'm trying to say, John, is Chris Evans, did you see that catch in the second half or the run where he got like 17 yards and yeah. he was like dodging people? He looked like a young Giovanni Bernard. Preseason. He did. He does. He did. Preseason. John, John, if you look, we can't trade that other guy uh, so much. We can't trade him. No one's going to take him for like four million a year, right? And we're not going to just bench him or cut him with that new contract. So, so what is the running back situation? It's those four. It's Jacquez. It's Chris, who's number two? Joe. Who's number two? Who's number two? Does it matter? Yeah, I, I'm not really sure that it does. I think if you're paying Joe Mixon a lot of money, you're not really taking him off the field that much. But I think Chris Evans has shown enough where he can be relied on and pass protection, and he can be a weapon in the passing game. And if for some reason Joe Mixon goes down or he's not effective, I think you have a competition in the middle of the season between P. Ryan and Jacquez Patrick because while Patrick is impressive and he's probably a better athlete than P. Ryan is, P. Ryan has regular season production to his name. Patrick does not. He has never really played an NFL regular season game before, so I'm assuming he makes the team, and if he gets a chance, he'll have a chance to prove himself. But P. Ryan is the more proven player right now, which is why he is the top of him on the depth chart. And the thing is, a quarterback controversy is bad for quarterbacks. The running back controversy sometimes is good for running backs. I mean, it really sometimes the competition brings out the best in 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 that, and that's fine for yeah. the number two's position to be up in the air. Clearly, well, Mixon is the number one, and yeah. Mixon likes to have that time. He needs he likes to get warm, and he's yeah. back with his you know you know he's back with Pollock and all. Well, that. Let me just say something. Look, the running back situation is a little. I mean, you look at the 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 run blocking was not great. We were still getting a stuffed right, and right. we we're getting a stuffed like always. Yeah. But the pass blocking. I want to talk about the positives. You guys are so negative. The positives. John, the pass blocking was superb. I mean, it was amazing. Did you see that one where Billy Price comes and he smacks someone in the side and they just like, they had, they were just so connected. There was that one play where they were, you know, not ready, where they were out of sync. And, and it seems like only that. But I, I don't know why, but I some for some reason, I, I'm pretty sure Jim Turner was responsible for that. I don't know. I just want to, I feel like with Pollock, everything is so much more smoother. Everybody's so much more confident and they know their roles. John, you wrote an article about the guards had like 80 grade in, in PFF and Billy Price had like a 76, I think, in their pass blocking. The pass blocking was great. And they were going up to a real team. They did really well against a team that usually just has their way against whatever offensive line is in front of them. I still think it's a little bit too early to celebrate Michael Jordan's comeback right now. I think he is still on the fence, or I think we should still be on the fence as, as to whether or not he is, a, he is a completely different player. But Jonah looks good. Suafiel looks good. Riley Reef looks good. We've yet to see, even see Trey Hopkins, and he'll be a better player than Billy Price. So, right now, it's yeah. I mean, we can be we can be positive about the offensive line. They look good. Um, they're not really going to get tested against Miami in a week's time. So it's really just about how do they respond in the regular season against Vikings, Bears, the Steelers. First three games out of the week, we should get to see how they really are. And Honestly, I think they're fine with Suofilo starting a right guard right now. I know that everyone wants to see Jackson Carmen get these significant reps, but Carmen is still coming along with his own rookie struggles. And as long as Suofilo, the veteran, is playing at a decent level, I think they should be okay with Carmen taking as much time as he needs. John, you, you showed that video of Carmen knocking a guy out at the second level and talking about how he knew where he should be. 
And that is something we've never had before, where an offensive lineman knew where he should while. be. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. And that is, that is Frank Pollock. So really, John, the two things we were most worried about, pass rush and offensive line, especially the pass blocking, have been really, really, really great. So I'm calling it a success. I, I think the one, the one thing I could find fault in is perhaps the play calling. But again, you want to keep that as vanilla as you can. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, vanilla. I don't know if Hoji, if you know. So in vanilla here, when they say vanilla, it's like when we say banana, right? I mean, because we, we use banana like instead yeah. of bread, use it for everything. And so vanilla, right, is like a very boring taste here, a bland taste. And right. so it's just when everything, you want to like, you want to suffocate something that tastes bad. Like you could pour vanilla into like an old shoe and you could, you could call it a cake, right, John? But, but so, so that is what they mean. And, and, the, and the play calling has been very vanilla, if you will. Vanilla, and, and, that yeah. is, and that is what also, I think, Jamar Chase, they're not unleashing. We'd say it's been very banana. Yeah, very banana. Okay. I think we covered a lot. And, 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 and I think that's all we have so far. So with that, don't forget. Look, don't forget to subscribe to the, this show, the YouTube show. We don't have many subscribers. And YouTube is actually threatening to 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 shut down the show, which is kind of weird when you think about it. But and then the podcast, obviously, you want to leave a five a star review. The number one Bengals podcast on Believe, on Believe, a lot of famous people on Believe, and you want to subscribe there as well. Yeah. So for John Sheeran, Dr. Oji Lecter, Kismoji, I'm Daddy McDuff. We'll see you next time. So long. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.